if you're like me, you've dreamt of becoming an accomplished musician and the satisfaction it can bring you. But there's hidden traps in the path to creating a musician's dream sound placed by ill-informed tutors and some online and real-world educators. We are forced to answer hard questions like how to grow as amateur musicians using time learning our craft intelligently, or how to achieve pristine musical sound quality without sacrificing wasted dollars. Finally, those questions and more can be answered after 20 years of research, trial and error. Follow this podcast while I expose missing pieces of the musical puzzle to take you from hours of musical frustration to feeling the excitement of musical excellence. You can join the journey on musicsecretsexposed.com I'm your host Sylvia and you're listening to the Music Secrets Exposed podcast. Hey, hope you're doing good. As I record this podcast, it is the 9th of March. Now, today's topic is about reading what's beyond the page. That sounds a bit weird, but there's something here. There's a little nugget that I want you to think about here. Yesterday, I was teaching a student and I recognized that her playing was much improved from a previous session where she was just exhausted from all the the work she was doing in school and everything. She'd really tried so hard to play this piece on piano very well. So she played this piece called Holiday in Paris on the piano. It's it's a romantic style piece full of expression using a lot of the keyboard. I'll include a link to it in my blog. And um, when she played it, everything was correct. The notes were in the right place. She played the crescendos, which is gradually getting louder. The decrescendos gradually getting softer. She used the the damper pedal in the piano. The sustaining sound that that creates was done quite well. She did the ad tempos, the retardandos, the slowing down, the, the going back to regular tempos. She she did all of that really good, but still the piece lacked vitality. It lacked interest. So earlier on in the day, I had found a YouTube video that I thought might help her. And it was of this uh, pianist in England playing this exact piece. And I sat her down and I said, right, open the video there on your phone and we'll listen to it. And we'll just try and hear what he's doing that might be different to what you're doing. So we turned on the video and you could clearly hear there was a key difference. So I kept questioning her in different ways for her to hear the piece intelligently. And one of the key points was, yes, he was getting louder in phrases and then he would get softer in other phrases. But as the melody went higher or the melody went lower, he adjusted the sound slightly and it brought musicality oozing through the piece. I'm going to play this for you now so you can hear it.
Now take a listen to this pianist who's learning how to play this piece. Do you hear a difference? The moral of this story is, you can look at a sheet of music, you can see everything that's printed on the sheet of music and play it precisely and exactly as you see it. However, dependent on the period of music that the piece comes from, you have to adjust how you express it. So you've got to look at things like the melody, the rise and the fall of the melody and bring this kind of musicality into it of slightly adjusting the sound lowering the sound within the overall build-up of a crescendo or the reduction of a decrescendo. I hope you can hear the differences there in the two clips I played. Now, if we're playing a piece that's maybe written in the Brock period in particular, you may not have the same musicality needed. You still, though, have phrases to do, which again, very often is not printed on the piece, like where do you break the sound? You've got to again hear the melody framework. You've got to figure out, are these phrases, are they two bar, four bar, eight bar, 16 bar phrases? And then you've got to try and break the sound, just like a singer takes a breath when, a, when she intakes uh, oxygen to keep singing. And it's the same thing that when you're playing an instrument, you have to observe phrasing. And what can be very difficult for some students is when they're looking at a piece by Bach, uh, we'll just use Bach as one example and you're looking at for in relation to piano anyhow you might be looking at his 48 preludes and fugues and sometimes there is no phrasing printed in there's no editing marks musical editing marks to help the student kind of figure out what's going on with these melodies so this is where you've got to just go over to YouTube and find a professional pianist playing the piece slow down the video now there's a setting on youtube at the right hand side of videos it looks like a wheel if you click on that you can reduce the speed of the video down maybe by 25 percent just to enable you to see what's going on with the melody where is the musician taking the breath where are they breaking the sound to continue the piece and it gives it gives the piece an, a feeling of ebb and flow, that it isn't one continuous mechanical presentation. Now, I hope that's giving you some ideas that remember the style of piece you're playing and what it requires. 
Now, in previous episodes, I detailed uh, periods of music, Baroque music, classical music and romantic music. I went into those periods in a little bit of detail and very brief kind of uh, super short crash course on that. Um, With romantic music, there is a ton load of expression in it. And therefore, when you're playing a piece from the romantic period, you've got to be very expressive extremely expressive you've got to really observe what's in front of you on the sheet but go beyond it and as an amateur musician one of your tasks should be to research on places like youtube different musicians playing the same piece and see what you think is best and try and look for professional pianists there are a ton load of videos on youtube and the the worst thing you could do is look at a video of a learner playing the piece that they're very proud they've achieved to be able to play. You're looking for somebody who's got skill and has advanced technique and maybe a member of some music online school or something. Now, when you're playing a classical piece, it's a little step on from the rock, uh, from the Baroque period in the sense that there is far more editing marks to that will help you to do your phrasing correctly and, you know, get in the breaks in between phrases and also Again, you've got to look at the melody in classical music, a bit like romantic music, that when it rises, you 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 make it interesting by raising the sound as it rises and lowering the sound as it as as the melody lowers in pitch. And then also the well, if you're a pianist as well, the marriage between the two hands, which hand has the melody or which hand is doing the accompaniment, and to make sure that hand which is doing the accompaniment is not louder than this beautiful classical melody which of course Mozart is very famous for. Now Beethoven of course was the first composer to to really make expression a huge part of music and this is the foundations of the romantic period. So again my advice to you is just to go into YouTube. Don't listen to just one video. Listen to about try and find at least four to five videos and take notes of what you can hear, what differences you can hear and make sure they're from sources that have a proven record in music, meaning that they are professionals. So as you're getting the best options to listen to, and hopefully that will increase your skill and also it will help your oral ability to to hear the differences between what's good, mediocre and very, very boring and mechanical. Many have come up to me and asked, Sylvia, let me ask you a question. I've started learning music, but I am stuck. I can't get the sound I dream of. I've spent time and a lot of cash. I'm so frustrated. Or a parent has often asked me, I have a child who is not getting the results that we expected. I've invested a lot of dollars in music tutors and musical equipment. I'm so unsure, what can I do? My answer? Sign up for a free webinar at musicsecretsexposed.com where I'll walk you through what you can do to get you or your child on the best musical path right away. My greatest joy is to save you heartache and frustration and replace it with the best musical version of you. Don't delay, capacity is limited. Open a tab and let's get you started at musicsecretsexposed.com.